Welcome to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small, your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Brought to you by LakeLink, your online fishing resource at lake-link.com. Outdoors Radio is also brought to you by the Wisconsin Hunter Education Program with the Wisconsin DNR, dnr.wi.gov. And by the Open Season Sportsman's Expo, March 26th through 28th at Kalahari Resort in Wisconsin Dells. OpenSeasonSportsmansExpo.com. I'm Dan Small. Jeff Kelm joins me shortly, and today we'll talk with bone collector Travis T-Bone Turner. Jim Bobbyash talks about what guns and ammo are available at the range of Richfield, and John Motoviloff helps us get ready for spring turkey hunting. All that and more straight ahead on Outdoors Radio. Well, folks, it's time now for the Madison Outdoors Report. You hear this special feature each and every week at this time on WTSO, the Big 1070. It's also streamed on demand on LakeLink and on our podcast, wherever you get your podcast, including iHeartRadio. And joining us once again is McFarland guide Ron Bearfield. Well, Ron, we haven't talked to you in a couple of weeks. How are you doing? No, I'm doing pretty good. I haven't, uh, I've been doing a little ice fishing and a little coyote hunting and just kind of kind of laying back after that darn cold weather yeah boy that was that was brutal i uh i got sick during it and i'm still recuperating i don't know what it was and um you know my voice sounds okay but i just i'm kind of dragging around i'm glad that uh, i don't have any important things to do other than my chores yeah. right now so you've been fishing yeah yeah i've been getting out on the on the madison chain and uh a little bit. Uh, I did fish uh, um, Cox Hollow Lake at Dodgeville one day. And, oh, sure. Um, up up by Dodgeville, and then that way up in Governor Dodge State Park, and uh, the the bite was okay. We caught fish, but they were small. You know, we didn't get a lot of good fish at all. We didn't keep any fish. Um, the bite, you could go there and catch small fish, pretty much all you wanted. Um, but uh, the Madison Chain, I've uh, been fishing there quite a bit. Ed, almost had the whole lake to myself in the last oh two weeks <laughs> you know there's a couple guys out on the main base and they're fishing the perch and that but i've been fishing bluegills and crappies up uh, shallower water mm-hmm. like i say i had the whole thing to myself i pretty much uh, myself and my grandson anyway yeah um you know it's uh we've been getting a few uh, nice ones or anything seven and a half to probably eight and a half nine might be the very top end we got we didn't get any great big jumbos but um we got enough to make a mess to, to fry i think we had 15 one day and and probably maybe 15 another day you know that him and i had and uh we just uh brought them home and fried them up <laughs> uh-huh. so what are you getting on well, we've been finding them in about eight feet of water, seven to eight feet of water. Uh, any place you can find, you got to find the weeds. Though first, we found that out. Yeah. Uh, you know, and uh, it, it eight feet of water has been the magic with with weeds has been kind of the magic depth that we've been finding them. And there again, we haven't been just sitting pounding limits of them or anything like that. But uh, the we did catch uh, half a dozen crappies mixed in with them that were, but they were all really nice crappies. You know, they were 11-inch crappies at least. Nice. Um, all of them that we caught were big. Mm-hmm. So there's a few them, but the key was finding some good weeds, and uh, we didn't find any big, massive patches of weeds, but just small clumps of weeds, it seemed like. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fish would be there if you, once you found them. Of course, you had to drill a lot of holes to find them. But, yeah. But, uh, 
and I was, we were just catching them on spikes, and, and uh, they seemed to, you know, I, I use a, a horizontal rig a lot, and okay. uh, they uh, they seem to want that vertical uh, jig more hmm. than the, the horizontals right now, and they also wanted plastic. Black plastic was working very well. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that was kind of the key to it, it seemed like. Yeah, okay. You hearing anything? Now, this was Mendota, right? That was, no, that was like Wabisa. Oh, on Wabisa. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, Mendota. I was out there one day, um, caught some perch, caught some small walleyes in the evening. Uh, didn't, didn't catch a lot of, uh, as a matter of fact, I didn't get any keeper sized walleyes. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's an 18 inch limit and three fish out there, but, um, the perch were, you know, you, if you got on the small fish, you had to move because that's what you were going to catch. And, yeah. and you did definitely did not want to fish the fish on the bottom. Uh, the bottom fish were the small fish. If you could catch fish suspended up off the bottom, they seemed to be a little bit bigger. Oh, okay. That way you didn't, that way you didn't have to keep the little ones for, uh, as part of your limit. You know, you just weren't killing them when you brought them up. Sure. So. Yeah. Yeah. You're bringing them up out of deep water kind of does them in. Yeah. You're not going to, that 65 feet of water is where I was finding them. And you don't, yeah, you don't put them back down a hole. I saw guys doing it out there, but they're the guys that don't want to count them as part of their limit, and all they're doing is killing fish. So yeah. they need to, they need to learn that hey, you might as well just keep it as part of your limit and don't you know don't mess the resource up. Don't sit there and keep pounding those little fish. Yeah. yeah. So and there's a lot of guys out there doing it, but yeah. <laughs> uh, well. just fish the fish that are suspended. Yeah. Okay. Anything on Monona that you've heard? Monona, there was some uh, good perch bite going for a while. Uh, there was a few guys catching them. Uh, that's since slowed down a little bit, and there's not as many guys out there. I did hear that Monona Bay is starting to produce a few fish, so, uh, you know, it's been a dead sea pretty much all winter, and and uh, guys have been really complaining that they're not catching any fish. From what I understand, in the last week, there's been a few fish starting to show up there. Uh-huh. So that, that could be an option for somebody to park and, and be able to walk out and not have to have a four-wheeler. So. Yeah, it's nice to be able to have a walk-on access for sure. Right, and um, I, I know a couple guys that's been going over to Lake Wingra. You don't get big fish. You might you might catch 100 fish and only be able to keep six or seven that are like seven inches long, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's a lot of action. You can have a lot of fun. Good place to take kids. Very good place to take kids, yeah. Yeah. How about Kiganza? Anything there? Kiganza's been uh, really slow. Um, there's You can mark fish out there, but they don't seem to want to bite. They'll chase it. I was on Kiganza one morning, and uh, they seem to want to chase the bait up and, uh, and go right back to the bottom. They don't, they, you know, they'll chase it like they're going to hit it, and back down they'll go. Huh. I think I caught, I caught, I uh, fished about three hours, and I caught two fish was all I caught, and they were both small perch. Uh-huh. So... And, you know, they're, uh, the fish were there. They just, I don't know why they're not biting out there right now. Yeah. Do you think this warming trend will have a positive impact? Maybe put more oxygen in the water and reduce the, uh, the snow burden on the lakes? I do. Uh, the, actually, the snow burden out there right now is on Mendota and all the lakes, it's actually in very good shape right now. Uh-huh. Um, easy, easy access, easy getting around. But I do think that this warm weather, and it's that time of year to let, you know, getting towards the spring, uh, where things are warming up and the fish are going to get active. There, there will be a time frame there. Hopefully we can still get on the ice when it happens. But, uh, yes, they, they are going to start picking up. Yeah. Well, good. Now, speaking of spring, uh, I imagine you're getting ready for open water. You don't waste a lot of time once the rivers are open, do you? 
No, I'll be out there hopefully this week. Um, my boat, I've been kind of getting it ready, you know, out in the winter, in the fall and winter. I winterize it and get all my locators out of it, my jet boat anyway. Uh, and uh, that's what I use on the, and the Wisconsin River is where I'll be going, probably there in the Mississippi, uh, below the dams. Uh, everything's going to be opened up, and the walleye bite should be ready to go. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, it's always fun this time of year. Yeah. Do you, uh, if you fish the Wisconsin, where do you go this time of year? Oh, I fish anywhere from Petenwell Dam. You know, I like to fish below the dams this time of year, but naturally there's a reason for that, but for that open water. But um, Petenwell's an excellent choice. Castle Rock is a, is a good choice. Castle Rock's a little smaller area, mm-hmm. so it doesn't, you know, you're, if you get more than eight or ten boats there, you're bumping into each other almost. Yeah. So it's not as much fun, but the, the Dells Dam, is, there's a big stretch there below um, River's Edge, or, or I'm sorry, above River's Edge to the dam. Yep. And, um, you know, botching the guys there can, uh, can help you out with bait and everything else. And the, the landing should be open now there. And, uh, that's a good stretch. Yeah. Nice deep water. The walleye can winter in there a lot in those deep holes. Um, so that's, that should be a real good stretch. And the sock dam will be a good place. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, before we let you go, you mentioned predator hunting. Have you had much luck? I, you know, I've, I've, uh, I only, I've only shot one, uh, about a week ago. I, um, I got one to come in finally, and a coyote, and and I got him. But before that, I called two or three, and and uh, they had evidently been called before because they would come in to about 300 yards and sit right down, and they <laughs> they they wouldn't. And then all of a sudden, they they make a instead of coming in like they used to when I'd call, they'd make a big circle around you to get your wind, you know. And oh, you can still poke them at 300 yards, but I didn't have my 220 Swift with me. I was shooting a two. Yeah. So, yeah. So they get around and get the wind. Once they get that wind, they're gone. Well, somebody's educating them, and and uh, uh, yep, I guess that's that, exactly what it is. Somebody's called them out there that either didn't know what he was doing, or shot and missed them, or something. But they they get pretty smart after a while. Yeah. Well, Ron, thanks so much for that report. We will catch up with you again in a few weeks, and maybe hear what you got on open water. That sounds good, Dan. Thank you. You bet. Ron Bearfield with the Madison Outdoors Report, and you are listening to Outdoors Radio. Joining me again from Wisconsin Rapids is my partner, Jeff Kelm. Well, Jeff, the weather's warming up, and there's still ice, so I'm guessing you've been out a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been out uh, taking a couple of people out uh, to uh, some nice nice lakes uh, that we've discovered this year. We actually discovered a, a new one to us uh, last week, and then uh, a couple days later I took some friends to it and um, had a good time. We, we were catching uh, a good mix of crappies, bluegills, and perch, and um, had one bluegill that touched the scales at three-quarters of a pound and wow. um, just, about, uh, just about 10 inches and uh, caught one just the other day at a different body of water, one a body of water we had been to earlier this year. Uh, that uh, touch the scales at uh, three quarters of a pound as well. So, uh, no no pounders this year, but uh, those three quarter pounders are available, and those fish go back. Uh, we we send those fish back. Anything over nine uh, goes back, as far as bluegills go in 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 my world at least. And um, I was fishing with a friend, some of those friends on that body of water, and uh, they caught a. Uh, just shy of 13. I mean, I think if we pinched the tail, it would have been a 13-inch perch. Ooh. Big female. She was uh, already 
spilling eggs out. I mean, they, she wasn't laying, but uh, you know, you could take her out of the out of the water, and the eggs were starting to come out. And yeah. Yeah. So uh, we released her. Uh, he made the decision to release her. I didn't suggest anything. I, I allow, you know, I allow people uh, to to make their own conservation decisions. And mm-hmm. he he released it and uh, felt pretty good about it. We had plenty of other fish on the ice, and we had a we had a good time. In fact, uh, we had a couple of people come over and um, ask what we were doing. And um, quite often, we're we're doing pretty simple stuff but i'm doing it with equipment that not everybody has yeah um you know much smaller jigs and much smaller pieces of plastic and things like that and uh you get uh you get uh some people you know i've I've handed a lot of that stuff out to people that are on the ice that Mm -hmm. that are curious and want to check it out but um there's a lot of people that can't match necessarily what we're doing and of course, very few match how many holes I drill to find those fish, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you're the world champion in that regard. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, cool. And it's nice that, you know, you're setting an example for others um, releasing trophy panfish. Uh, you know, most people think of that as a meal, and they're not thinking about, um, you know, potential uh, reproduction from, from that fish and others of that size. Yeah, you know, and I understand. There's a lot of people that argue that it's just like uh, deer hunting, right? You let that that small buck go, and he's going to wander onto the neighbor's property and get shot anyways. Yeah. But uh, for me, you know, it, it helps me sleep at night. I know that those fish are far more wary at times and, and harder to catch. There's far fewer of them. So who knows? That one fish might live another three, four years and, and have the genetics in there to be able to, to spawn and... Uh, and uh, we'll catch some more nine and three quarter or ten inches or ten and a half inches at some yeah, point. You know, yeah, cool. Uh, catching most of them on plastics. Yeah, everything on plastics. I I have not bought bait this year, so mm, um, wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, everything on plastics or on like a hair jig, something uh, something with some uh, you know marabou type hair yep. or uh, real real light light hairs. Yeah. Uh, I like stuff that flutters in the uh, in the water rather than stiffness. So. Sure, sure. Cool. Well, people are still asking me about the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel Sports Show, and boy, if you haven't heard yet, it's been canceled, folks, for this year. It is not going to happen this year, but the Open Season Sportsman's Expo is still on in the Dells later this month, the 26th through the 28th of March, and of course, it's been moved from the Alliant Energy Center in Madison to Kalahari Resort for this year, just this year. A great location, plenty to do for the whole family, uh, water park and all kinds of uh, fun things, and free parking, which is nice, you know. Mm-hmm, for sure. Well, here's something that uh, I don't think you're going to run and do this, but in your earlier days, this is something I could see you doing. Folks, if you're looking for something different to do next Saturday, March 13th, there's a truck double elimination drag race up Kai's Peak in Florence County. For details, you can visit exploreflorencecounty.com. And uh, if you if you want some of the details now, um, I've got their news release. It's, it's spelled K-E-Y-E-S. You'd think it would be Keys, but they pronounce it Kai's. And it's a ski hill in Florence. This is the second annual, so they did it last year. And it's an uphill truck drag uh, race on the snow. Um, gate opens at 7:30. The racing starts at 10:30. Uh, trucks from five states will be pitted against each other in a double elimination. So if you lose twice, you're done. Um, there are. Uh, it's going to benefit 
the Kai's Peak Ski Hill Committee, the Blue Ox Trail Riders, and Florence Volunteer Fire Department. And spectator admission admission is only ten bucks. Um, the uh, food and beverages will be available, but no carry-ins. And they're going to have an award ceremony between five and six. So you can watch from along the route, um, up and down the hill, or on video at the ski lodge. And the ski parking lot, ski hill parking lots are reserved for bus drop-off, plus elderly and handicapped parking. So there's plenty of ways that you can um, enjoy this. Now, tell me this isn't something you would have done 20 years ago. Oh, absolutely, Dan. I'm already starting to try to trying to figure out how I can do this with the company truck I drive around. <laughs> Just don't tell Robert that. Don't no, tell Robert that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, the entry fee for trucks is only 35 bucks for stock, super stock, pro stock and 45 for mod and pro mod whatever that is and uh they they got a Check in between seven and nine thirty. There's a payout of eighty five hundred bucks, so somebody's going to hey. walk away with some cash. There you but go. Anyway, excellent. Florence County exploreflorencecounty dot com is the place to learn more. And Kai's Peak Ski Hill is just four miles south of Florence on Highway one hundred one. You really can't miss it. Well, coming up, Ranger Richfield President Jim Bobby Ash gives us a straight scoop on gun and ammo availability, both nationally and locally. And it ain't pretty, folks, so I hope you're not in a hurry to buy something in particular. We'll talk with Wisconsin National Wild Turkey Federation R3 coordinator John Motoviloff about two virtual learn-to-hunt turkey classes that you can register for. One is next week and one the week after. They have canceled all in-person learn-to-hunts uh, for this year. And we'll kick things off with one of my all-time favorite guests, Travis T-Bone Turner, who is going to be at the Open Season Sportsman's Expo later this month, and he'll tell us what he's up to at the Expo. All that and more straight ahead on Outdoors Radio. Attention future hunters, hunting season for turkey, small game, and deer is right around the corner. Don't wait to think about hunter education. The time to enroll is now. The Wisconsin DNR offers several options to choose from, making it easier than ever to enroll. Just browse for upcoming youth or adult hunter education classes at gowild.wi.gov and join the ranks of today's hunter education graduates who are ensuring the safe future of our hunting heritage. Classes fill up quickly, so don't wait. Enroll today. A message from Wisconsin DNR. For the nonprofit Ruffed Grouse Society, the well-being of the ruffed grouse and American woodcock is a special priority. But the Society's conservation work benefits more than just these two game birds. The organization's programs help a long list of other young forest wildlife, including songbirds that must have thick, brushy habitat to survive. For more information about forest wildlife habitat management, contact the Ruffed Grouse Society toll-free at 888-JOIN. RGS. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. 
If your rifle, shotgun, handgun, or muzzleloader needs work this season, call Roger Williams at Northern Magnetic, LLC. A licensed professional gunsmith for over 35 years, Roger can repair, customize, rebarrel, install sights and scope mounts, and more on all firearms, makes, and models. When you need a professional gunsmith, call Roger at 262-339-1798 or visit FixGuns.com. That's 262-339-1798 or FixGuns.com. Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. The Outdoor Expo, once called the Deer and Turkey Expo, and then the Outdoor Life Field and Stream Expo, has a new name and location. It's now the Open Season Sportsman's Expo, and it's usually in uh, Madison at the Alliant Energy Center, but this year it'll be held March 26th through the 28th at Kalahari Resort in Wisconsin Dells. You can learn more at OpenSeasonSportsman'sExpo.com. And joining us now is Travis T-Bone Turner. He's one of the most respected archers and hunters in the outdoor industry. He's competed on the Pro Tour for many years, won the 1991 ASA Archery World Championship, had many podium finishes, several state titles as well. And through those years, he's developed a longstanding relationship with companies like Realtree, Hoyt, Bone Collector, and Whitetails Unlimited. And in fact, he is the national spokesperson for Whitetails Unlimited. He's a co-host of Realtree Road Trips and Bone Collector for out for the Outdoor Channel. And Travis, if I say any more, you and I won't have any time to talk. Welcome back. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Dan. I appreciate that. Well, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. You are so uplifting. Uh, you know, uh, that that's just your uh, outgoing personality, I guess. People just love you. And uh, it's great that you're coming to our expo in Kalahari. Yeah, I, I'm excited. Um, you know, with the the way things have been for the last year, it's just going to be nice to uh, get to interact with people with, not on a Zoom call or a phone call. You're going to get get to see some folks live and in action and uh, celebrate all things outdoors. Yeah, boy, that's the truth. Now, so what are you going to be doing at the expo? Well, I think we're going to be doing some uh, meet and greets, uh, a lot of booth time. Uh, you know, a lot of with a lot of the booths. And then we'll also be doing seminars. I don't know the exact times. Uh, actually, just go to the website, and they'll have all that posted. But um, I'm sure each day I'll be there all three days, and I'm sure we'll be doing a, at least one seminar each day, maybe uh, maybe two on Saturday, something like that. But it'll be just a, basically a bone collector Q&A jam session. Just uh, pull up a, a chair, and it's going to be like we shared a, 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 a stump right beside a a campfire and then we're just going to talk all things outdoors and just have a good time behind the scenes and that kind of thing well travis you've been doing this kind of uh campfire chat seminar now for a few years anyway how are people receiving that compared to the old style of uh here's how you rattle them in and here's how you build a scrape and all that kind of stuff well it seems to work extremely well because it just uh it's it's a really strong on the fellowship and the camaraderie and everybody can uh you know that they can enjoy it where it seems like we've we've shared a campfire type of thing so it's not a talking down to and hey if you don't rattle like i do then you know you're gonna mess up we we don't want that anyway so by all means uh people can 
um, ask questions as far as rattling or, you know, hunting techniques or, you know, what's our thoughts and our opinions. But, but uh, by no means do we want everybody to, we want everybody to feel included in it. So uh, we have a lot of laughs, share a lot of funny stories, and it seems like people want to know, you know, what goes on behind the scenes and, and uh, you know, some of the funny annex that, that uh, we run into traveling across the country. Yeah, can you share one of those stories with us? Uh, you know, goofy things that have happened in your travels? Oh, yeah, well, we all play uh, quite a few pr- practical jokes on each other. So um, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I have been known to uh, slip over there to, to Nick and Michael and, and kind of uh, change the, the alarm clock. So they think they're getting up at 4.30 in the morning, but uh, they they happen to get up at like 2 in the morning. Ooh. <laughs> oh, that's nasty. Yeah, and it's kind of hard to go back to sleep afterwards, but... uh Oh, trust me. Um, I, I think the reason I'm in the group is because I have big shoulders, and and uh, they certainly pile it on me, too. Yeah, I imagine there's some payback <laughs> when you do that to them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I messed up when we first uh, become friends, and I said, hey, guys, don't worry about the mule. Just load the wagon. And, man, they took it to heart. <laughs> cool. Um, what uh, What's one of the craziest uh, comments or questions you've heard from uh, people you've run into in in uh, in all your travels, you know, people at seminars or at the shows. Well, everybody always wants to know, like, uh, you know, what, what what's our favorite state to hunt in, and they also, you know, they seem to want to know what's our biggest buck that we've taken, and and uh, you know, by all means, we 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 don't mind answering that at all. But uh, one I one of the strangest ones is where is the strangest place you've had to sign an autograph and uh <laughs> <laughs> let's just say there there has been a few strange places yeah, a few body parts <laughs> that uh, they're yeah. always exposed yeah <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I, I did a i did a talk to a bunch of third graders one time and they wanted me to sign everything, and I'm bending over signing something, and a kid takes off his sneaker and he sticks it in my face, and I almost fainted. <laughs> yeah, uh, one time at um, one of the expos, we had a guy, uh, he had us sign all, we signed his arm, and uh, and, and we, we wasn't really sure, he just, you know, I thought, well, man, dang, we could have got a piece of paper or a picture, or we could have got him a hat to sign or something like that, but he had to sign his arm. He left from there, went straight to the tattoo artist, and he had it tattooed on his arm, and he came back the next day and showed us. <laughs> Uh, I was like, wow, that dude is the epitome of a true bone collector fan. Absolutely. Well, you know, this expo is at the uh, largest indoor water park in the world. Are you a water park guy by any chance? Oh, I float extremely well. (laughs) Yeah. Well, there will be opportunities to go down the slides and make some waves if you have a, a mind to do that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, you've been real uh, kind to give us some time here. I know you're a busy guy, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing you in the Dells, and uh, I, I really appreciate it. Is there a website you would send people to to um, you know, to catch up with what you're up to? What's the best one? Yeah, um, bonecollector.com, as well as uh, on my social media outlets, uh, T-Bone Outdoors. That would be Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, stay up to date with everything that we've got going on, and I look forward to seeing everybody in Wisconsin. And I'm going to eat me some cheese curds. I'm going to encourage everybody to bring T-Bone some fresh cheese curds. I can fly home with them. My wife loves them. My son loves them. We'll take all the cheese curds you guys bring us because we don't have them here in Georgia. And I look forward to celebrating the great outdoors, all things hunting, 
at the uh, Open Season Sportsman's Expo. It's going to be a redneck pep rally and just all things hunting. Yeah, well, it, it certainly will be, and I know you'll be a big part of it. And there's a challenge, listeners. Bring Travis a bag of cheese curds, and uh, let's see if we can't <laughs> load up his suitcase so he has trouble getting <laughs> getting by with the luggage weight there. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, and I uh, look forward to seeing you in just a few weeks. Sounds good. Thank you, Dan. Have a good one, buddy. You bet. Thanks a lot. That was Travis T-Bone Turner. He will be at the Sports Open Season Sportsman's Expo at the Kalahari Resort in the Dells, 26th through the 28th of this month. You can learn more at OpenSeasonSportsmansExpo.com. And as he mentioned, BoneCollector.com or T-Bone Outdoors, you find him all over social media. I'm Dan Small, more Outdoors Radio right after this. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. If you're ever in a car or motorcycle accident and need help, call Hupie and Abraham, named Best Personal Injury Law Firm by the Wisconsin Law Journal year after year. The firm of Hupie and Abraham has collected more than a billion dollars for its clients. Call the firm Voted Best and Rated Best, Hupie and Abraham, 800-800-5678, or visit hupie.com. And by the way, all 11 offices of Hupie and Abraham are open for business if you need their help. We're brought to you in part by the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources Hunter Education and R3 programs, dnr.wi.gov, and you can find out more also at gowild.wi.gov. And joining us now is a guy who's become a regular on the show, John Motoviloff. He is Wisconsin's R3 coordinator for the National Wild Turkey Federation. Well, John, thanks for joining us, and welcome back. Yeah, you you bet, Dan. Happy to be here, as always. Well, now, spring turkey season is a little over a month away. The youth hunt is set for April 17 through 18, uh, and, and then the regular season starts on the following Wednesday. And normally there are learn-to-hunt programs uh, happening even in March and uh, running you know, right up till and sometimes even into the turkey season. But that's not happening this year, is it? It is not. No, it's it's another unfortunate casualty of, of COVID. But what you refer to, yeah, I think you, you've helped out on a number of them and even one uh, that I ran a few years ago. Yep. Um, but yes, typically when everything is up and running, you know, we're, we're getting youth out, we're getting adults out really all across the state. But, you know, we've had to pivot uh, a bit this year. Um, I mean, fortunately, you know, there there are still ways to, to, to get out and get people hunting. Just got to be a little bit more creative. Now, uh, you you did have at least one uh, virtual Learn to Hunt program, didn't you? Uh, yes. Yes. In fact, um, I am doing a virtual Learn to Hunt turkey class with uh, Marty Moses of Pheasants Forever. I'm doing two, actually. So the first one is going to be the uh, weeknights, the week of, uh, I think, the 8th through the 12th. Okay. Then I'm doing another one, um, the, the 
the following week, um, and that one is actually going to have DNR participating. So, yeah, I've got two virtual turkey hunts going. Um, so that's definitely one way to get folks um, to get folks uh, out there. Um, and if you don't mind, I'll just sort of keep ticking down um, other creative options here. Absolutely. Before we get to that, though, where can people learn about uh, these two programs? Yeah, yeah. So I think the easiest thing uh, to do at this point uh, would be to go, and uh, I'm going to put some information on the uh, the NWTF Wisconsin website. Okay. If they want to go and learn about um, about these programs, uh, they can go to nwtf-wi.com. So that is um, to, to actually probably to learn about both of these mm-hmm. programs. Okay. Um, and if they just, the other thing they can do is they can give me a, they can give me an email if if they want uh, want to um, go ahead and, uh, and 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 sign up or have a question and and uh, that would be jmotiviloff at nwtf dot com. Uh, spell the last name M O T O. V I L O F F. Okay. Um, so those are those those are two ways to go. But there, there's 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 more. Well, good. Yeah. Um, so we're offering these virtual um, learn to hunt turkey programs. There's also an excellent program that's a partnership between the NWTF and um, a group called Calchemy Enterprises. And that's just if you Google. Um, Calchemy Enterprises, spelled with a K, Turkey Hunting 101. Um, that course is um, is a sort of a soup to nuts course. Costs about thirty bucks and um, allows folks to go ahead and uh, learn everything that they learn in person, um, but to, to do it in a virtual medium. And then there are a couple of free versions. There's a free version that comes out through Illinois Learn to Hunt and a free version that comes out through Minnesota. So there, in terms of picking up the skills that folks would, would normally acquire from a, um, from a, you know, an in-person class, uh, there are these three routes. They can, you know, they can get a hold of the one that I'm running. They can um, go check out Minnesota's or Illinois's, or they can, they can do the Calchemy version and um, really basically learn the same sorts of skills, of course, you know, in a socially distanced or virtual medium. Sure. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, so there are definitely ways for people to get turkey hunting skills. Um, and, of course, the youth hunt is, is still on, you know, and I think in a lot of cases – People will 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 already be in you know, be mentoring people in their same household. So you know, a, I don't know, a dad might mentor his son, a mom might mentor the daughter. Um, you know, maybe if they've got grandparents extended, they'll they'll loop those in. But that's in some ways a ready-made, safe way for for folks to get out. Uh, who, who are already um, who are already kind of quarantining together, um, so they don't have to incur any extra risk. Uh huh. Now, is the DNR uh, encouraging, uh, say, the, the, the mentored hunts? There, I, I would imagine they're encouraging people to stay within their social bubble or their yeah, immediate that's, family. That's, exact, that's exactly right. Either the familial or the social bubble that you're in, and to sort of not go outside of that. Yeah. Um, that is definitely what the DNR is is encouraging. Um, I think that if folks take us, yeah, that is, that is basically in that way, um, 
you know, you're, you're, you're not, uh, you know, you're not, you're, you're sort of still being a good citizen, uh, but, but still helping to promote, promote hunting and, and, and creating an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other thing I might plug here is I've, I've done a bit of writing on this, uh, and I've got an article coming out in Wisconsin Outdoor News saying some of the same things, but in a little more detail. Um, and then that's also going to appear on the, um, NWTF, uh, Wisconsin website. Okay, and so that, that'll be in more detail. They they can they can get that. Yeah. That'll be in the next issue, right? Because it's yes, uh, Dean, the editor, tells me it's going to be in the number six issue, which I think is going to hit mailboxes on March sixteenth. Okay, very good. We'll look for it. Well, uh, let's uh, switch gears a little bit here and talk safety for a minute or two. Um, you know. Safety is always a big concern whenever you're hunting with live ammo, um, but turkey hunting is especially uh, fraught with opportunities to, to, to be hurt. We wear camo, we hide, we make sounds like a bird that we're trying to shoot, and some hunters even try to sneak up on turkeys with a tail fan attached to their shotgun. So what kind of advice do you have for someone getting into the sport or even somebody who's been doing it a while? Yeah, you know, I think if folks really fall back on uh, TABK, and I'll explain that acronym in a minute, but if they really fall back on TABK and consider those principles carefully, they should be they should be fine. Um, so you know, you see, treat every firearm if it was loaded. Mm-hmm. You know, always be sure of your target and what's beyond. So that actually is probably a good one. Where being sure of your target, okay, so that means it's not a turkey, it's not a turkey fan. <laughs> um, and it's not a, you know, it's not just a sound, um, and it's, and it's in fact a male or bearded turkey. Yeah. So, I mean, if you can establish all of those things, right, that, that that's the target. And then what's beyond the turkey, because, you know, conceivably there could be a turkey and there could be a turkey hunter behind the tree. Yeah. So, um, you know, so, so we've gotten to that second rule and then, um, then all, and then, and then of course B is, um, be careful of your, uh, boy, oh, God darn it, I, I missed the B. <laughs> Let's see. Always, uh, treat, treat, uh, tab K, so B. Treat. Be sure of your target and what's beyond. I think what's that's, beyond, yeah. yeah. That's, that's kind of the one we were segueing to. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, and that, that's really the main one that we, we need to, uh, that we need to keep, keep, uh, you know, in mind to basically not shoot at movement. Only shoot at things that we know are turkeys. And then the other interesting thing is, you know, going into and out of the woods, you know, if you're carrying a turkey and, you know, let's say you're in a hilly situation and that turkey is flopping around on your back. Well, that turkey could look a lot like a, a live turkey, you know, maybe a turkey moving through the woods to someone who's behind a hill. Yep. So one of the things that, that we always recommend is getting, you know, either wearing an orange vest out of the woods or tying a, uh, you know, an, an orange cloth to it. Um, and then, of course, also um, not wearing any of, you know, you want to get dressed in camo and you do not want to have any of those colors, you know, the gray or the red or really even the blue, uh, because that, you know, could, could look potentially like a turkey. Yep. Moving through the woods. So kind of to reiterate, you know, be sure that it's a turkey, 
being sure that the backdrop is safe. Um, and then when you're going into and out of the woods, especially carrying a turkey, you know, you want, you want to wear your, wear your blaze, certainly if you're carrying a turkey. And you might even think about it if you're just walking into the turkey blind because, uh, it, you don't know what it's going to sound like to, to another hunter. Yep. Um, yep. and then, you know, always having that, you know, when you, when you are set up, um, having that big tree to your back. So in case someone does mistake you for, for, or your decoy for a turkey, you know, you have that, that protection if, if there, if there's a shot. Yep. So, you know, it, 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 it is there, you know, incidents do happen, but if people, you know, keep their heads cool and they realize what their targets are and they realize what's beyond the target, you know, um, we, we, you know, an ounce of prevention is better than a pound of cure. It's better than two ounces of lead <laughs> sixes. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> or better than two ounces of lead six. Yeah, I wasn't even thinking that. That's, that really completes the metaphor. Yeah, for sure. Well, John, thank you so much. We got to let you go here, but um, always good to talk to you and. Good advice. I hope to run into you in person before too long. Uh, we, we've done a couple of things this winter, but uh, we'd like, I'd like to get out again if we can, uh, at least maybe as spring approaches and things kind of loosen up. At least I hope that will yeah, happen. Yeah, I think that sounds good. Maybe maybe a little mixed bag of trout and turkey and, and mushrooms. I, that seems like it wouldn't kill a guy. Yeah, absolutely. Well, John, thanks so much, and uh, we'll keep in touch. Thanks, Dan. You bet. John Motoviloff is the Wisconsin R3 coordinator for the National Wild Turkey Federation. And this was brought to you by the Wisconsin DNR Hunter Education and R3 programs. You can learn more at dnr.wi.gov. And as John mentioned, you can learn about the two programs that he's uh, teaching virtually online. One of them is actually next week at nwtf-wi.com. I'm Dan Small. More Outdoors Radio right after this. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. For the nonprofit Ruffed Grouse Society, the well-being of the Ruffed Grouse and American Woodcock is a special priority. But the Society's conservation work benefits more than just these two game birds. The organization's programs help a long list of other young forest wildlife, including songbirds that must have thick, brushy habitat to survive. For more information about forest wildlife habitat management, contact the Ruffed Grouse Society toll-free at 888 888- Join RGS. Recently rebranded Open Season Sportsman's Expo, formerly Outdoor Life Field and Stream Expo Series, moved locations to the Wisconsin Dells March 26th through 28th at the Kalahari Resorts and Conventions. Come see the latest products, gear, and equipment for hunting, fishing, and outdoor enthusiasts. Meet industry insiders, attend an educational seminar, test the newest products, and shop show only pricing. Kids under 12 free. Save with advanced tickets at OpenSeasonSportsmansExpo.com. 
Attention future hunters. Hunting season for turkey, small game, and deer is right around the corner. Don't wait to think about hunter education. The time to enroll is now. The Wisconsin DNR offers several options to choose from, making it easier than ever to enroll. Just browse for upcoming youth or adult hunter education classes at gowild.wi.gov and join the ranks of today's hunter education graduates who are ensuring the safe future of our hunting heritage. Classes fill up quickly, so don't wait. Enroll today. A message from Wisconsin DNR. Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. The Range of Richfield is your ultimate shooting experience. It's located on Helson Drive, just north of the Richfield Cabela store, where highways 41 and 45 split if you're heading south and Join if you're heading north, and on the on the web also at therangewi.com. And joining us for our regular visit is Range of Richfield President Jim Bobbyash. Jim, thanks for joining us. Hi, Dan. Good to be with you again. Well, it's always good to talk to you. And uh, my goodness, uh, business has changed in the firearm and ammunition industry, hasn't it? Well, it really has. Um, February was very interesting, mm. um, as, as you know. The entire landscape for the shooting business has changed. Uh, there, there are at least eight million new gun owners uh, right now. Mm. They bought guns last year, mm-hmm. and uh, this put a tremendous strain on the availability of guns and ammunition. Um, we've been very fortunate. Um, uh, we have a steady supply of guns showing up here at the range, mm-hmm. um, but we, you know, we we can no longer order guns. Uh, you know, the old days we used to be able, you know, hey, I want a, a Glock 43 and I need a uh, Smith and Wesson, a nine millimeter, whatever it might be. And, uh, you know, they'd place the order and in a couple of weeks we'd have it. Yeah. Well, you know, um, those days don't exist anymore. Uh, now what we have to do is, uh, actually the vendor calls us up and says, hey, uh, we have some guns here. Would you be interested in them? Huh. And quite honestly, we don't even ask what they are. Really? Uh, mm. We just say, you know, send them on over because we know that um, they'll they'll sell eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Just get, just having product, yeah. um, and and you know, uh, we started at the beginning of this a year ago now. Believe it or not, a year ago where we would take uh, deposits and then try to get people guns. Well, you know, there are still people a year later that haven't received their gun. Oh boy! So we actually returned all uh, the monies that we had collected, and uh, uh, you know, if 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 we can get them, we call them. You know, if they find them someplace else, we tell them just buy it because again, they're just so difficult to get. Uh-huh. Um, it's just it's just amazing. Wow. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I don't want to sound like all doom and gloom, um, but we've got great relationship with our, our, our key vendors, and because we do, we get guns, mm-hmm. and, and we just don't know when. Or how many? Mm-hmm. Uh, case in point, last week we received at least at least ten or fifteen Glocks. Now we haven't seen a Glock in months, mm-hmm. so this was a welcome surprise, and they will be gone in no time. Uh-huh. So you know, it, it it pays if you're if you're interested to just kind of stay in touch with us or, or pop in, see what comes in, um, and maybe we'll have what you're looking for. Yeah. But it's gonna, I think it's gonna take some time before that that uh, that changes. Yeah. Well, what about ammo? Well, uh, yeah, let's talk about ammo. Um, there are certain calibers that are just 
absolutely not available. Mm-hmm. 223 and 380s are impossible to get. Hmm. Um, we have over 400,000 rounds of 9mm on order, and we are getting it in, but it comes in small case lots. Uh, as of today, uh, and, and depending on the caliber, uh, we are able to sell you one box of ammo if you come in and rent a lane. Mm-hmm. We have not been able to sell ammo to go out the door. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a range without ammo is like a restaurant without food. Oh yeah, absolutely. So we're we're very uh, we're very careful. Uh, if you buy a gun, uh, we could typically when we have a gun that you can buy, mm-hmm. uh, we'll, we'll sell you a box of ammo. And an interesting side note, Dan. A year ago, I had a, a, a table set up um, right by the by the range, Dwayne's area, and we were they were all Glock guns that we wanted to sell. And we were giving away a box of ammo with Ooh, each gun. Wow. I know. It's really, it's really amazing. Yeah. It's really amazing. Well, and the other big item you have is safes. Yep. And that's another endangered species. Oh, no. Uh, right now, there's almost uh, a seven month lead time on ordering safes. Hmm. Um, I ordered safes two weeks ago, and the estimated time of arrival is November 17th. Oh, my goodness. I know. And, and quite honestly, I was, I didn't really realize that the date was being pushed out so far, um, and I, I, I w- I'm having a, having a hard time trying to figure out what I'm going to need for Christmas and Black Friday, you know, yeah, yeah. at the end of the year. I mean, yeah. it's it's it, it's 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 kind of crazy. Hmm. Now, fortunately, we just received the shipment uh, of safes, and we now have 13 models on the floor, and I've got about 35 in the warehouse. Uh, they're, they're basically duplicates of the 13 that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, so if someone's interested in getting a safe and you don't want to wait seven months, you need to kind of stop in and, and talk to us because we can supply those safes, um, you know, immediately because we have them here in stock. But once again, uh, over the weekend, uh, we had some, some Colonial 30s, which is a really nice safe. And uh, uh, some guy came in on s- Sunday and said, hey, you know, I really would like one of those. Uh, I will uh, I'll call you back uh, on Monday or Tuesday and let you know if it'll fit where I want to put it. Mm-hmm. Well, when he called me back, I had to tell him that we had sold all the three of them on, oh, on Sunday. Oh, so boy. it's yeah. I know it just it's crazy, it's uh, absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, what about your classes? Well, the classes uh, educational center is exploding, and uh, we keep adding more and more classes because we have more and more people that want to do it. Uh, and I'll give you a brief rundown of what we have going on. We have our men's and ladies concealed carry. That's going to be on March 16th and the 30th. Mm-hmm. Our, our first shots, which the first shots, that that thing is really, because of all the new gun owners, uh, some of these folks have never shot before, yeah. but they needed to buy a gun. So yeah. our first shots uh, introduces them to the whole shooting, shooting world. And uh, once they get through the first shots, then they can start talking about advanced classes, uh, and, and just getting to know more about guns. So that always fills up fast and it's, it's a great starting point. Mm-hmm. So then we also have our, uh, draw from concealment basic, which is March 23rd, shooting on the move and from cover on March 18th. Uh, if for any, any, anybody that's interested in becoming an NRA instructor, we have that course. It's starting on uh, March the 27th and the 28th. It's a two day class. Okay. And then anybody's interested in becoming a range safety officer, uh, we also have that class, and that we taught on March 13th. Okay, so lots of opportunity for classes. That's good. Yes, yes, and you know, 
we know that these are trying times, and there's nothing like a little lead therapy to help clear the mind and put you in a great mood. So, you know, we love talking guns. Uh, if you're interested to hear more about the market and what's going on, um, you know, we, we, we'd love to chat with you. Um, you know, we here uh, at the range always look forward to seeing our people. And, you know, it, it, it really is interesting even, you know, with everything that's going on. I have to say that over the last weekend, our lanes were full every hour of the, our day uh, for both days. Wow. So people are still coming in, uh, and they're finding ammo somewhere, and they're shooting. Yeah. Which is which is awesome. So uh, come on down and see us, and, and we'd, we'd love to chat with you. All right. Well, Jim, thank you so much, and uh, we hope things continue well for you, and you're able to get some guns and safes uh, so people can buy them, and uh, we'll check in with you again in, in April. That sounds great, Dan. Thank you. You bet. Jim Bobby Ash is the president of the Ranger Richfield. They are located on Helson Drive, just north of the Richfield Cabela's store, where highways 41 and 45 come together. You can also find them online at therangewi.com. I'm Dan Small. You are listening to Outdoors Radio. Recently rebranded Open Season Sportsman's Expo, formerly Outdoor Life Field and Stream Expo Series, moved locations to the Wisconsin Dells March 26th through 28th at the Kalahari Resorts and Conventions. Come see the latest products, gear, and equipment for hunting, fishing, and outdoor enthusiasts. Meet industry insiders, attend an educational seminar, test the newest products, and shop show only pricing. Kids under 12 free. Save with advanced tickets at OpenSeasonSportsmansExpo.com. Here's a message from our friends at Remy Battery in Milwaukee, Escanaba, and Houghton. As Remy Battery enters the 90th anniversary of our company, we want to thank all of our customers and friends we've made over the years. We can't even begin to imagine how many batteries we've put into our community's cars, boats, campers, ATVs, businesses, and homes over the past nine decades. We want to thank you for your continued support to our local, family-owned company. As we continue to power through winter, we can't wait to see you soon to prep your boats, motorcycles, and all of your summer toys. We have batteries from the largest military crafts to the smallest hearing aids. Big and small, we have them all. Don't forget to ask your sales representative about volume pricing. Call Remy at 414-384-0340 or visit online at remybattery.com for all your battery and battery accessory needs. If your rifle, shotgun, handgun, or muzzleloader needs work this season, call Roger Williams at Northern Magnetic, LLC. A licensed professional gunsmith for over 35 years, Roger can repair, customize, rebarrel, install sights and scope mounts, and more on all firearms, makes, and models. When you need a professional gunsmith, call Roger at 262-339-1798 or visit FixGuns.com. That's 262-339-1798 or FixGuns.com. The Midwest's largest fishing website, lake-link.com, is your online fishing resource. 90% of Lake Link's features are yours to use free of charge. And members get access to Lake Link's online lake map library, lets you get GPS coordinates of any spot on the lake, and export waypoints to your onboard electronics. Members also get free outdoor classified ads, discounts on online store merchandise, and a whole lot more. You can also listen to Outdoors Radio 24-7 on Lake Link. Listen to this week's show... Catch any of our past shows, subscribe to our podcast, or even sign up for our weekly e-newsletter so you'll know in advance what's coming up right here. Just type in the keyword radio. See what you've been missing. Log on to lake-link.com today. That's lake-link.com. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. 
Outdoors Radio is brought to you by Wisconsin Hunter Education Program with the Wisconsin DNR, dnr.wi.gov, by the Open Season Sportsman's Expo, uh, March 26th through the 28th at Kalahari Resort for that one in Wisconsin Dells, openseasonsportsmansexpo.com, and by Cedar Lake Sales on Highway 33 West in West Bend on the web at cedarlakesales.com, and Cedar Lake Sales is open for business. You can check out their website or Facebook page for updates and details, and they've got a special that ends March 6th. they got 15% off in-stock Mercury SST props, and the cost is uh, $225 installed. So you can give them a call or stop by the store and see if they've got the size that you need. Absolutely. You know, that open season sportsmansexpo.com doesn't quite roll off the tongue yet <laughs> like <laughs> Deer and Turkey Expo, but uh, I'm getting used to it, and I hope uh, I hope other people are as well. If you're ever in a car or motorcycle accident and need help, call Hupie and Abraham, named Best Personal Injury Law Firm by the Wisconsin Law Journal year after year. The firm of Hupie and Abraham has collected more than a billion dollars for its clients. Call the firm voted best and rated best, Hupie and Abraham, 800-800-5678, or visit Hupie.com. And by the way, all 11 offices of Hupie and Abraham are open for business if you need their help. Well, folks, if you missed an episode of Outdoor Wisconsin, you can watch any show from the past several seasons at MilwaukeePBS.org or on PBSWisconsin.org. And if you missed Deer Hunt Wisconsin, you can still watch it online on the Deer Hunt Wisconsin YouTube channel. We've got uh, our radio show, the one you hear right now online all the time at lake-link.com. You go to their outdoor radio page and uh, you can select our show. And then uh, listen to show this show or past shows up to about a year ago and take us with you wherever you go. We've got uh, uh, our social media rolling as well. You can follow Dan along uh, the week at Dan Small Outdoors and follow me at Hardwater Jeff. And if you happen to have a business and you'd like to reach thousands of outdoors enthusiasts with your message, why not advertise with us? We're the highest rated outdoor show in Wisconsin. To learn more, send me an email at dsoradio at gmail.com. Or leave a message at 414-297-7554. And you can also send your show comments or suggestions as well. Don't forget the Capital City Muskies, Inc. Muskie University is online this year. See their Facebook page to pre-register. There are three sessions with three seminars each day on March 20th, 27th, and April 3rd. And I'm doing a fly fishing seminar on the 3rd. I'm really looking forward to that. Well, our theme music is by Warren Nelson. You can hear more of his tunes at warrennelson.com. And if you like them, you can pick up a copy of his CD, Anglin' Wayne and the Trollers. It has our two theme songs and some other fun songs as well. I'm Dan Small with Jeff Kelm. Get outside this weekend, folks, and join us again next week for Outdoors Radio. You've been listening to Outdoors Radio. Your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Find more Outdoors Radio online at dansmalloutdoors.com. Brought to you by LakeLink, your online fishing resource at lake-link.com. Just that needle valve now. Let's get to the perfect speed. Oh, how I love leaving the shore behind. When the cool night swallows the moose's nose And the heron is fishing on one cold leg 
When the loon cries lover In the blue north wind I'll be trolling home to you When my wrist gets a little chilly On the gunnel When my lazy Ike is just too lazy to lure When the worms go dry In the coffee can honey 